running the curb there all the way through Duffer's Dip was James Higgins with the front right corner. He rode up almost on two wheels there. Pretty spectacular, but it's all allowing Deegan Fairclough, the race leader, to get away. They get as close to that inside curb and tyre stack as they can at midway through the chicane, the left-hand kink of the chicane. If you're near a big screen, you get a replay of the start now on board with Deegan Fairclough uh, in his first season of car racing uh, from the outside of row one. He's already making hay while the sun shines here, isn't he? And making good his escape at the end of this uh, second lap of the race, particularly as the next group of cars are all, all holding each other up. Uh, but I'm afraid for the second day running, it's not been a good one for Canato Lee. Uh, he's got off the road in the number six high-tech car. So he's off. Uh, you may have seen that on the big screen uh, further back round the circuit. And that possibly will bring about the safety car, but not yet as they go through with Fairclough, Decker, Higgins, Physique, Darianani and Irfan as the top six. And there comes the safety car. So safety car is going to be deployed uh, because of Canato uh, Lee's uh, stricken high-tech car, unfortunately. So just out of sight from uh, from us in the commentary box. But as a second race running, uh, he got going again yesterday. It was almost a lap down. He's got going again. So he's just underneath the commentary box uh, on the exit to uh, Hislop's flat-out left-hand kink before they get to the final turn. Uh, he's got going again, but not quite in time. So the safety car will pick them up. And Scott Stringfellow and Kieran Sammons in the safety car. The Porsche uh, will wait for the race leader who will be pretty gutted about this because he built up a nice cushion hadn't he uh, Deegan Fairclough in the 87 car so in fact the first car he's going to pick up the safety car is going to be Canato Lee who got going again he's almost a lap down he might let him through and wave him through uh, and then he'll have not much time to try and catch everybody up the Japanese driver as I say he's been one of the uh, race winning drivers this year uh, in the championship of which there have been 10 different winners so far this year so with those revised points, with that news coming through about Will McIntyre appealing that penalty and getting the place back yesterday, uh, that means that uh, he has now uh, extended his championship league because he got the 26 points yesterday, got the win, uh, and he got a bonus point for the fastest lap, the motor fastest lap point. So he got 26 points and 18 points for second in race one yesterday, went to uh, Louis Sharp. So he ended up extending his advantage uh, by eight points. Uh, what about those two? Well, Louis Sharp is in 12th place. So he's coming from the back of the field as well. And Will McIntyre, points leader, number five, is 15th currently. Dion Gara, uh, the Indian driver, third in the championship. Number 55, he is in 16th place. So it should be a short-lived safety car because we don't can't, can't tell he's back up and running. The safety car peels in and backing them up. In fact, he's let him go, so he's going to stay out for one more lap, I reckon, just to give Canato a chance to get away. Not sure he's going to have time to catch back up to the pack, though, but he's at least still on the lead lap. So safety car lights stay on, goes over the start-finish line. Uh, it will carry on. So Deegan Fairclough uh, leading the way. His uh, driver has mentioned yesterday that uh, one a competition run by uh, Rocket and the Racing Stars programme last year, open to sim racers, sim racing competition, over a thousand entries. Uh, Deegan won it, uh, was one of the winners, and as part of that, uh, it happened in May, he's had six months training ready for this season and then comes in and his prize is to race a full season in the real life British F4 Championship. He has got a karting background, but uh, he's done a really good job. He's getting quicker and quicker. He's with the JHR Developments team and he's up to fourth in the championship coming into the weekend. He's not had a win yet, but he's had a second. He's had three third place finishes. So he looks for his first win here. Great chance for him to do so on this reverse grid. That safety car is about to peel back in. The lights go out. That's the sign to us, to the drivers, uh, that we're going to get this 20-minute race back up to full speed. It'll be just under 15 minutes to go. So we're at one-quarter race distance, and Deacon Fairclough backing them up. 
David Decker there is right behind him in second place. The Belgian driver looking for a good result here. He's back in 18th place in the championship, but has had one good reverse grid result at Alton, where he finished on the podium in second place. We get the race back up to speed, then over the crest, over the grid hatchings they go. Deegan Fairclough with a just about perfect restart there. He's edging away from David Decker already. James Higgins there in third place. Jimmy Pizik in fourth place. Uh, then it's the first of the uh, Virtuosi cars just behind. Kai Darinani, Josh Irfan battling over sixth and seventh places. Gabriel Stilp, the world double world karting champion in the mix just behind as well. Akil Alibi uh, going wheel to wheel here in the Virtuosi number 14 car with the that number five machine, one of the four high-tech cars that we've got out there. Uh, and that is Will McIntyre, the championship leader. They're out of the points at the moment, out of the top eight, but looking to gain these bonus points for positions gained. You get up to 10 bonus points for every place you gain from your grid place in this reverse grid race. Just noticing Gouda seems to have lost his front wing somewhere uh, towards the chicane, so he's uh, going very slowly now uh, with no front downforce. Yeah, he had a bad day yesterday, didn't he? Dion's been one of the stars this year, first uh, season in the uh, championship. He's not classed as a rookie because he's got some prior experience, not in this championship, but of F4. But uh, third in the championship, the Rodin Carlin uh, driver. But this weekend, including yesterday, has not gone according to plan for him. Gabriel Stilp got a place off Josh Irvin on that last lap to get him into sixth place in the number seven car. He's the one high-tech car that stands out a little bit because he's got the yellow number plates on it, number seven. So Gabriel uh, going well. He's had two podiums in the last two rounds. Got his maiden podium at Silverstone in the Grand Prix. But Will McIntyre has gone into the pit lane uh, with presumably damage to the car. So the championship leader is not only not going to get into the top eight or points, he might not get any bonus points for coming up the order here. Of course, it's such a short lap, Rob, that you go into the pitch, already he's a lap down, isn't he? Yeah, it's uh, quite a, a major delay. And, of course, if you've got to do a nose change in there as well, I can see the, the team are on it. With, the cars are so low, we can't see them over the pit wall. But uh, the team are on the, the case there with uh, with the McIntyre car in the pit lane. We'll see if he rejoins. Noah Lyle coming in as well. Noah had a really good first weekend at Donington Park, and it's just not happened for him uh, since then. So he's in with a problem as well. On the absolute fastest lap at the moment is Gabriel Stilp uh, with a 48.528. He's also just done the best first sector uh, of this lap as well. Deegan Fairclough had done the best first sector uh, but just five thousandths quicker than him behind him on the uh, road there was Stilp so the race leader pulling away second third and fourth remain around about uh, half a second apart the three cars as they come into the Taylor's hairpin still got a damp patch in the braking zone there which you have to be careful of so Nideka, Higgins and Pizik Stilp then up into fifth place having got ahead of Darian Arnie he's now trying to catch them up and I think he's going to do it as well pretty quickly uh, the way he's going so Gabriel Stilp here uh, on a real charge from what was ninth on the grid in the number seven car up to fifth place and he's just on the absolute best first sector as well but the new fastest lap of the race the motor bonus point currently going the way of Deegan Fairclough the leader yeah it's uh Interesting to see how the track's evolving again, even in this short race, 11 minutes 49 to go, but uh, the fastest lap now is a 48.376. They did nudge the 47s in testing during the week, so I wonder if they can get to that before the race finishes. We've just had Dawid Decker off the road from uh, second place, so a run through the gravel traps. That's plummeted him down the order. It will move up into second place. Higgins, Pazit will move up to third to a podium spot, and from ninth on the grid, Gabriel Stilp, number seven, will move up to fourth now, and I think he's not yet done. Uh, so David Decker got going again, but over the line he goes in fifth place now rather than second. It cost him about five seconds, that run through the gravel trap. Did well to keep it going, but it was a hairy uh, run through the, uh, that run of uh, fairly flattened gravel, thanks to the rain. Probably helped him out a bit. So still now just 0.6 of a second behind the next pair 
uh, to, he tries to get himself up onto the podium here. Physique is his next target, the former Australian Formula Ford racer, his first season racing in Britain and in Europe. So Deegan Fairclough, he's gone, isn't he? He's going to be more than three seconds clear at the end of this lap. Higgins in second place, Bazik in third, but the one to watch in fourth place, uh, Robbie's Gabriel Stilp here. He's been getting better and better as the season's gone on. Yeah, and I've, I've watched him uh, in, his, in his testing during the week leading up to um, the event this weekend. And, and again, he's got better and better every time he's gone out on track. Very, very impressive for one of the rookies in the series. So Louis Sharp, number 11, uh, started in 16th. He's up to 10th, he's, so he's out of the points, but he's got six bonus points for six places gained. That's six more than Will McIntyre has got, or maybe five more, because McIntyre, having gone back out, has got the fastest lap of the race, actually. There's a lap down in the number five car, but he might get the fastest lap point here. Tries to salvage something from this race, and it's so tight in the championship between those two that you wouldn't be surprised if at the end of 30 races, at the end of the season, it does go down to a handful of points. Uh, so these uh, reverse grid races, anything you can drag out of them is absolutely key. They'll have saved their best tyres for their better grids in races one and three, uh, although they didn't have to use them yesterday in the wet conditions that we had the uh, slick Pirelli tyres. So these 1.4 litre uh, turbo-powered Abarth engines run them along over the start-finish line. Fairclough nearly three seconds clear. Still, though, with them now in this battle for second, third and fourth positions. Big scrap going on further back as well, involving number uh, 78. Jack showed us on the podium yesterday. Front wing you spotted on uh, uh, Dion Gather's cart was uh, loose. And he's got the black and orange flag now, the driver third in the championship. So the Indian in car 55 will be asked to come off the yep. circuit. Uh, they'll have to get that fixed. And yeah, he's, just, he goes. he's just in, yeah. Uh, so Nightmare Weekend continues, I'm afraid. That's the dilemma with these reverse grid races, though, isn't it? You always get stuck in the, the pack. There's always more risk of uh, damage. Uh, so how long have we got left? Nine minutes or so to go. And this is where we're going to see if Gabriel still... He's got the pace, but has he got any opportunity to get past Jimmy Bazique and get himself up onto the podium? Bearing in mind their teammates at iTech, the race for themselves, but the team boss won't want them to uh, go to each other either, either. So it's going to be uh, a little bit careful with this move here. All the time, though, James Higgins is just getting away. He's been uh, good in the wet weather conditions this year. Got a double pole position at Brands Hatch. He's been one of the race winners. He's in the 18 car, and he's just pulling away from them now in second place. Yeah, Fairclough uh, driving a copybook race so far and uh, just building and building the lead. He's uh, just over three seconds clear now. Uh, he just has to hope there's not a safety car or anything with that kind of advantage with eight minutes, 20 seconds to go. Patrick Hoytson Road has just uh, gained a place and uh, he's on the fringe of the top eight now. That puts him up into the top ten. His next target is going to be Gustav Johnson in the Chris Dittman racing car. Number 23, the Rookie Cup leader, who's had a couple of moments, a couple of yep. squirrely moments going through the, uh, the lap. Uh, sharp down into 10th uh, place, might have, be carrying a little bit of damage potentially as well. Uh, wing damage, so for number 11, Louis Sharp, five-time winner this year at the New Zealander, fourth in the championship last year, second in the championship at the moment, carrying a bit of damage and out of the top eight, but still with these six bonus points. Yeah, we've got... Uh McIntyre down in uh, 17th position has just set the fastest lap of the race, so uh, 48.262. So, well, still holds the fastest lap of the race, 48.262. Um, that's about a tenth quicker than Fairclough has managed in the lead car, but obviously McIntyre not in a position to influence the results right now. Yeah, Gustav Johnson, who had uh, been in dramas on the lap before, has got too much damage to continue, so he's gone into the, uh, the pits now, the rookie leader. So Gabriel Stilp is already leading the rookies in this race, but the rookie championship leader, the Swede, is in the pits. So Gabriel is fourth overall. David Decker is fifth overall, and Josh Erfin in eighth place, number 12. They're the top three on four. A rookie podium is with that front wing completely detached now. Louis Sharp, second of the championship, goes into the pits. So 
this race, we've had the top two of the championship both go in. He's had to go in because he's got the black and orange flag, which is a technical disqualification. He can go back out again if they replace the wing, which is a fairly quick job to replace the whole front section. As long as the uh, technical bods are happy, they'll let him back out. But any chances of points now look yeah. like they've gone, don't they? Yeah, it's, all, it's always a concern um, for anyone watching these cars when the, when a front wing detaches like that and it's not actually come off the car because if it folds under the front wheels, you're just on a toboggan and you're yeah. straight into the wall. So it's really dangerous. Very frustrating for the driver because he probably doesn't see that from the cockpit, but uh, he has to come in and change it. Well, having caught up very rapidly to Jimmy Pizik and James Higgins, he's fallen away now, Gabriel Stilt, so he just uses his tyres up a bit too much, so he's just falling away in the seven car in fourth place. David Decker, number 28, still fifth. 5.4 seconds behind him. He's got a bit of a gap over Kai Damianani at number eight, the Indian driver. Another of the Indian drivers in sixth place. And then Jack Sherwood going pretty well in seventh in the 78 car. Kit Alipai and Isaac Barash having a real ding-dong as they went over at Duffer's Dip. The South African uh, staying ahead just about, fending off the British driver in uh, 10th and 11th. Those two are battling. Now, De Decker was given the black and white warning flag for track limits on the previous time through, so he's going to have to be careful. If he steps over the mark again, he could get a penalty. A word for Canato Lee, who was nearly a lap down and brought out the safety car. He got going again with all the other dramas and with one or two places he's picked up. He's up to 12th place now in the number six high-tech car. So Japanese driver uh, going well. We said yesterday he moved here to the UK to compete in uh, British and international karting, but he was just 12 years of age from uh, Japan. Pretty talented artist as well, British F4, running a, a competition with him this weekend. He's uh, drawn an outline of his car and there's a, a drawing and colouring competition, a chance to meet Canato this weekend uh, in the paddock and various other prizes from British F4. And he's pre proven to be a pretty handy driver this year as well, former Ginetta Junior frontrunner in his first season of single-seaters. Uh, right, it's battle for second. It's getting a bit tighter now. James Higgins in the Fortec car. He's still there in second place, but he's only about one car length clear now of Jimmy Pizik. They were four-tenths of a second apart as they crossed the line last time. They go through now. It stays pretty much the same, just creeping to half a second. But there are points of the lap where the Australian in the four car gets a little bit closer uh, to James Higgins. So Jack Sherwood has uh, gained a place as well on that lap. He's got ahead of Kai Darianani. And we've got wheel-to-wheel -wheel with Josh Earth and just about fending off, uh, getting round the outside of Darianani as well. So he gets past. That puts him seventh. Uh, and that puts down to eighth place from sixth about 30 seconds ago, uh, Darianani. So he's just on the back foot trying to recoup, recover, and losing a place to those two uh, British drivers. Jack Sherwood has actually edged away. So he's on uh, good form here, Jack, on the podium uh, yesterday and gaining quite a few uh, positions already. We've got four minutes left to go in the race. Then McIntyre has at least still got that uh, bonus point for the fastest lap. He started 17th. He is 17th, so he won't gain any bonus points other than the fastest lap point. Louis Sharp's gone back out, just done his personal best lap of the race, but it's two tenths down on the fastest lap of the race. Uh, he's in 15th. He started in 16th, so he's got a point as well. So it's even Stevens, one point each. Not much, but it'll keep the gap the same between the well, top two and the championship. Interesting thing though is uh, as we were talking about yesterday, um, the, these guys have arrived at the top of the championship table in quite different ways. Uh, yeah. Louis Sharp's been winning a lot of races to get there and McIntyre's just been steady, consistent, picking up podiums. So if, if we get to the point at the end of the season where they have to do a count back then Louis Sharp's in a much better position. Although there were big gaps. Well, he won two out of the first three races at uh, Donington Park. Then he didn't win again until two weeks ago uh, at Croft. He found his winning ways and he won again yesterday for his fifth win out. Yeah, poor old Dion Gowder sits in the end of the pit lane. They've got a laptop plugged into the car. It's going nowhere. And, yeah, 
for a weekend that started so well yesterday morning. It's not going great now, is it? No, and he's not been on the podium since the fourth weekend at Thrust. He's been up there in the top five, but the results just started to slip away. It's definitely his worst weekend of the season so far. Uh, just one of those weekends, but it's a 30-race championship. Every round counts, so still a long way to go in this one. We're only just past the one-third uh, mark in the championship. So still pretty close in this battle for second. If you can see the uh, big screen, you can see that battle going up towards the final turn now. Uh, with James Higgins and Jimmy Pizzico lock up there for Higgins in the Fortec car. The British driver smoking the uh, front tyre, dragging the Pirelli screaming over the tarmac. But he actually got a pretty good exit. So still about half a second clear as he goes over the start finish line. Just under half a second clear as they go through. 87 Fairclough leads, 18 Higgins in second, 4 Pizzico in third, 7 Stilp leading the rookies in fourth, 28 Dedeka in fifth and 78 Sherwood. Another good result here in sixth place. The Kiel Alibi is uh, battling away here with uh, Canato Lee. And Canato's just dragged past him as they go over the brow. So Canato up to 10th place now. He's almost in the points. He started 14th. So despite everything, he's going to get four bonus points for four places gained. Yeah, and he was the one that was off the road at the start of the red flag sequence as well. So that's an amazing recovery mm. to get back into the midfield, having dropped right to the back of the, the queue. Yeah, it was worth getting going again, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Just about staying on that, uh, that lead lap and uh, safety car let him through. He had time to just about catch up to the pack and he's going to get something out of the race. A minute and 40 seconds left to go. So we've got time for two more laps, including the one they've just started. Deegan Fairclough on his way to his maiden victory in the... Uh, British Formula 4 Championship, the Rocket British F4 Championship, certified by FIA, hugely competitive arena, a dozen different nationalities uh, represented, not just from Europe, but as we said, from India, from South Africa, from Japan. Uh, it is a hugely competitive championship, this, all in equal machinery, all these top teams like uh, Rodin, Carlin and Virtuosi and Hitech running these young drivers as well. So, Fairclough, four seconds to the good. Might, he might have to do one more lap to see when he gets to the line. It's going to be pretty close. Over the line he goes, 59 seconds to go. He will have to do another lap. He's going to get back here with about nine seconds left on the clock. So it will be two more now uh, to go. Uh, not the last lap of the race. Four seconds clear. Another black and white uh, warning comes out. This time for Isaac Barashi for track limits. Number 26 in uh, 12th place. And can Canato Lee get any further up the order is the next question. His next target is going to be Patrick Hoytson Road. Probably not. He's a bit too far uh, up the road. Still good battle going on between Kai, Darry and Arnie in the number eight car. And Patrick Hoytson Road, another ex-Australian Formula Ford racer. Darry and Arnie smokes the tyres on the way into the hairpin. Accelerates uh, out and gap on that replay uh, closed further still. Another lock-up from James Higgins as well as he comes into the penultimate lap. Yeah, track limits warning sign for number seven now, which is Gabriel Stilp. So it's uh, they're pushing it to the edge here. Yeah, tyres are going off, you see. So yep. they're understeering a bit everywhere, pushing on a bit. But on the last lap of the race now, though, Fairclough has dominated. Nearly four seconds clear. Just bring it home now. Not making any mistakes. Just got to stay focused and switched on into backing tyres. Uh, another lock-up from Higgins, but he's got out of the corners. He's caught into the corner, but he, he just extends his advantage by about a length on Jimmy Bazik every time they come out of the turn. So Higgins just got Clarks to deal with now. Then his lops and then the hairpin. Uh, and up towards the hairpin, climbing uphill now. Uh, is your race leader about to become your race winner? Uh, the clock has ticked down to zero. The chequered flag is being readied. And Deegan Fairclough for the JHR Developments team is about to be a race winner in the Rocket F4 British Championship. He takes the flag. He wins here at Knockhill. The reverse grid race. Higgins comes home in second. Bazik in third. 
Uh, fourth place to Gabriel Stilt from ninth on the grid. Next one over the line is Louis Sharp, but a lap down, Gustav Johnson, a lap down next over the line as well. So then it's Darren Decker that comes through in fifth. Jack Sherwood rounding out the top six in a good run as well. Uh, for Josh Irfan in the number 12 car, comes home in seventh. Darian Arnie in eighth, Hoytson Roder in ninth, and Canato Lee. Good effort to come through into 10th uh, place. Uh, Alex Powell's been up uh, in, the, in the commentary box uh, watching all of this. You, of course, have got lots of experience of Formula 4 through, uh, through coaching. Uh, multiple race winner and championship runner-up in W Series a couple of years ago. Uh, these young drivers, Alice, in this championship, this, this is a great learning ground for them, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. You know, and actually, I was just saying, it's nice to be in a commentary box, not having to, to, to worry about what's going on and just, and just watch the race. But uh, no, it, it's a, a perfect breeding ground is, is Formula 4. We've had Lando Norris, you know, come through and, and we all know who he is now and where he's got to. And I just think it proves as well that, that single-seaters can overtake even at a tricky circuit yeah. like Knockhill. Yeah, and uh, you, you work with uh, young drivers with JHR, and, and, and are they good at listening to you? Do they, do they have, uh, even at that age, they've been racing most of them for, say, 10 years from, from cars. Yeah. So they've got their own ideas, haven't they? But to move from cars to cars, then you know, your understanding of the engineering side, the aerodynamics on these cars, that, that's the side they really have to adapt, isn't it? Yeah, that it is. And, and the step up from karting is not, so simple you know Gabriel Silp is a, is a standout I think he's done a great job from from stepping up from karting he's a, a world champion of course in kart so for him to step up in, in F4 and, and when he finished fourth was it was it then in the race is doing doing a great job but it's not easy for these drivers there's a lot of them to learn there's slick tires which they are used to in karting but the, as you said there's aerodynamics of the engineering side as well and much bigger circuits to deal with it, it always seems to me when the rookies come in the first half of the year it's actually quite